Hello, and welcome to my eighth episode of Comps Prep. Today, I will be reviewing topic eight, which is qualitative, question 4B, which focuses on one of the two main qualitative approaches. In this case, I will be reviewing phenomenology. So really, before I jump into all of this fun information, the main goal of phenomenology is always to say, I understand better what it is like for someone to experience that. And that came directly from our very own Dr. Rubel. So the two main references for this episode is Cresswell and Poth, 2018, and Mustaka's 1994. So the background information for phenomenology is very important, but before I jump into that, I really want to just um, remind you what the definition is. So phenomenology is a study that describes the common meaning for several individuals of their lived experiences of a concept or a phenomenon. So uh, phenomenology is all about describing what all of these participants have in common as they experienced this phenomenon. So really the goal is to understand the essence of the lived experience and focus on describing what all of these participants have in common um, as they experience this phenomenon. So it consists of what they experienced and how they experienced it. All right, so let's jump right into phenomenology's background. So phenomenology has a strong philosophical component, and it draws heavily on the writings from German mathematician Edmund Husserl. So phenomenology is popular in social and health sciences, um, especially in sociology, psychology, nursing, and education. The three main philosophical underpinnings are, uh, one, the study of the lived experience of persons, two, the view that these experiences are conscious ones, and three, the development of descriptions of the essences of these experiences not explanations or analysis. So again, this one is really kind of like the key point here. So the development of descriptions of the essences of these experienced. We are not interested in analysis of this information. We just want to know the what and how. Continuing on with some more background information, I'm going to move on to what Stewart and McInnes, 1990, emphasize as the four philosophical perspectives in phenomenology. Number one is a return to the traditional task of philosophy. So a return to the Greek concept of a search for wisdom. Number two is a philosophy without assumptions. This is very important. Um, so really the idea that we should suspend all judgments about what is real until they are founded on a more certain basis. Husserl called this epochy or epochy. It's spelled E-P-O-C-H-E. 
And epikey or bracketing is when researchers set aside their own experience as much as possible to take on a fresh perspective of the phenomenon they are going to be examining. Number three, the intentionality of consciousness. This idea is that consciousness is always directed toward an object. So the reality of an object then is inextricably related to one's own consciousness of it. And four is the refusal of the subject object dichotomy um, or the reality of an object is only perceived within the meaning of the experience of an individual. So again, these were Stewart and McInnes's uh, from 1990. There are four philosophical perspectives in regards to phenomenology. So really going back to a more basic um, idea of searching for wisdom and making sure to remember that epochy or bracketing is when researchers are setting aside their own experience to really take on this new phenomenon they're going to study. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about the actual design process for a phenomenology study. So again, remember that when we are using a phenomenology um, approach, we are describing the essence of a lived phenomenon or experience. And this is really best suited for problems where a deep understanding of a narrow slice of experience as Dr. Rubel referred to it. Um, so when you're really trying to decide if this is the best design approach, um, the type of problem best suited for this type of research is one in which it is important to understand several individuals shared experience of a phenomenon. So this information could be used to develop new policies or practices or to develop a deeper understanding about the features of this phenomenon. So the process includes obviously identifying a phenomenon of interest and describing it, distinguishing and specifying the philosophical assumptions, collecting data from individuals who have experienced the phenomenon, um, generate themes from the analysis of significant statements, develop textural and structural descriptions, and reporting on the essence of the phenomenon using a composite description um, presenting the understanding of the essence of the experience in written form. So that sounds very formal, um, but I'm going to kind of review almost all of these steps. And they're very similar to um, other approaches in that, you know, you're obviously collecting data and, and then it goes through um, the analysis and all of that fun stuff. So I do want to talk about the research question format. So you want to include keywords like meaning and lived experience. Um, these two terms really signal um, that you will be utilizing a phenomenology approach. When it comes to participant selection, it's obviously very important to make sure that 
all of the participants um, have this experience in common, right? They need to have this shared experience. Um, and the group is usually anywhere from five to 25, and you will utilize criterion sampling. Okay, let's talk about data collection. So it's really important to create a composite description of the essence, what and how they experienced it. And you can use in-depth um, multiple interviews or significant statements for this. Data collection procedure involves interviewing individuals who have experienced the phenomenon. And the really cool thing about using this type of approach is that you can also use things like poems, observations, and other documents as well for data collection. Um, the two broad open-ended questions that you can use for a phenomenology study is what have you experienced in terms of the phenomenon? Um, and you can also use something like what contexts or situations have typically influenced or affected your experiences of the phenomenon? All right, so let's move on to data analysis now. So the systematic procedures that move from the narrow unit of analysis, um, such as significant statements, to broader units, such as the meaning. So it's really important to analyze data for significant statements, meaning units, textual and structural, structural description, and a description of the essence. Um, Moustakis, 1994, kind of outlines the data analysis um, process in about six steps or so. So the first step is to describe the personal experience of the phenomenon under study. So this begins with the self and I'm talking about the researcher, um, remember it's really important to set aside our own personal experience so the focus can be solely on the participants. Um, so again, we're referring back to the epochy or bracketing um, ourselves out of the study. Number two refers to generating themes and significant statements. So you're going to develop a list of significant statements and then find statements about how individuals are experiencing the topic. You're going to list all of these and treat them all equally because they are all equally important. Um, and then you will work to develop a list of non-repetitive, non-overlapping statements. The third step is to group the significant statements into broader units of information. These are called themes or meaning units, and these provide a foundation for interpretation because it creates clusters and removes repetition. The fourth step is developing textural and structural descriptions. So when you create a description of what participants ex 
experienced. Um, this is a textural description of the experience with details such as like what happened. Um, and in this step, you're including verbatim examples. The next step that follows, and it's really kind of more of like a four and five step, is you draft a description of how the experience happened. And this is called a structural description. Um, this reflects on the setting and the context of the experience. And the last step is writing a composite description of the phenomenon. So you're incorporating both the textural and structural descriptions. Um, and this is really the essence of the experience. And this is the culminating aspect of your study. Um, so this is when you're really telling the reader what participants experience with a phenomenon and how they experienced it. And that's the context. All right. So again, I just went through the data, data analysis procedure for a phenomenology study. Um, the main things are to obviously make sure that as researchers, we are excluding our own biases or personal experiences um, so that we can fully uh, be focused on, you know, generating the themes and the statements and all of that. And the other main idea from the data analysis of, of a phenomenology study is developing textural and structural descriptions. And to end this episode, I'm briefly going to talk about um, two criticisms and, and or maybe weaknesses when using a phenomenology approach. So the first one is that you might find it difficult to find individuals who have experienced the same phenomenon. So that might be um, one weakness or criticism. And the second, which I actually thought about um, in regards to my own experiences is bracketing personal experiences may be difficult for us as researchers, right? Especially if we're conducting a study, which we're really passionate about, or we have some experience in, um, this might be a little bit more difficult, but it is, um, sometimes noted as a criticism or weakness of phenomenology is bracketing personal experiences um, because we don't want interpretations of the data to um, incorporate our own feelings or thoughts about, about the process. So again, I know this episode may have been a little longer, but it is all about phenomenology. Um, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a great day.